0: Welcome back to Creek Talk. This is Steven.
1: And I'm Jamie.
0: And this week, we're recapping Season 4, Episode 6, Great Expectations.
1: (laughs) (laughs) For those of you that are like, what? It was just Great Expectations. Only with an X instead of like, you know, the normal way you would spell it. This isn't a book. (laughs) Not a book. Not this one.
0: I'm glad you uh, explained that.
1: (laughs) Oh, well, you're welcome.
0: (laughs) So obviously this episode deals with X, ecstasy. Yes. (laughs) And it's the episode where Andy um, like passes out and like seizures at uh, the rave and she's on a big bouncy house or whatever. But um, well, let me what did you think about it before I give you my opinion?
1: (laughs) This is one of the episodes that I remember pretty well. Um, huh. It stuck out with me, right? Because it's it's kind of well. First of all, it's a rave, so fun, right? <laughs> but then not so fun when Andy decides to, uh, you know, mix substances. So guys, drugs bad. Yeah. Rave fun, but drugs bad.
0: Um, I do remember this episode a lot from watching it back then. Mm-hmm. So I did remember a lot of it, and. The only thing that kind of threw me off was that I remember it being like more like brighter or Mm. more like, like just the way that they showed how the people at the rave were dressed. It was like so normal compared to like today compared to back then. So I had to laugh. (laughs) And at one point, Joey said something about how they're all dressed like um, Japanimation. Japan, what is it called?
1: Japan. It was Japanese um, Animation. animation. Yeah
0: and i go that's hilarious because that's like a thing now it's called cosplay
1: (laughs) yeah it is and some of them were kind of dressed up like they would be in a rave it's just that this particular group wasn't yeah Um, and some of the other people weren't but the one group that jack was dancing with those girls they were dressed up like fairies or something so
0: (laughs) oh god i don't even remember what they look like
1: yeah well we weren't really paying too much attention to them but
0: well that was the other thing. When they showed that scene, I was like, why is he not dancing with, like, hot guys? He's, like, dancing with girls. I don't know. It was so weird to me. I don't know.
1: And the first time I watched this episode, I didn't even think about that. But this time I'm watching, I'm like, what? He's really into hanging out with these chicks. Yeah. This is normal for a straight guy, but interesting. Maybe there were no other gay guys at this, this rave. I don't know.
0: I mean, obviously, like, when you go out somewhere and you meet strangers and sometimes you, like... Click. You're like, oh, let's have fun or whatever. Yeah, and I'm, I'm hanging out with you guys. Friends. Yeah, yeah you're
1: instant friends sometimes.
0: But I was like, you're at a rave. I'm sure there's like other gay guys there. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought I, was I don't gonna...
1: know. We're talking about Cape Side.
0: <laughs> oh right, all the all the uh, teachers at Cape Side are closeted homosexuals. <laughs>
1: Definitely pedophiles. At least. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I always forget that. <laughs> I literally had to be like, "Wait, who's a pedophile?" <laughs> Wait, I we literally had a whole season where we talked about a teacher who was a
1: pedophile. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah.
0: Oh my god. Um, but yeah, I uh, I did enjoy it though. I liked I liked the episode. I liked that uh, Joey and uh, Pacey sort of had like a little minor role in the episode because mm. I feel like they've been kind of the forefront of every episode since the season started um and I did like to see Gretchen and Dawson sort of like forming more of their relationship that's gonna potentially happen. so um I did like that I didn't I didn't like that Jen got such the brunt of it with Andy taking the ecstasy because she didn't like tell her to take it. Andy took that on her own you know
1: yeah. no I know but it, I guess it was just the fact that she had it because the only reason why she got it was because jen had it
0: but but i mean they were going to a rave and isn't that what you do at a rave
1: oh probably but honestly i've never been to a rave
0: (laughs) i've never been to one either (laughs) i've never taken ecstasy in my life um i do have a funny story about ecstasy though (laughs) what i remember when i was in like high school and my sister chrissy was like trying to like get under my skin or whatever And she sounded like such an idiot. She was like, and we were like, my whole family was like in the room. I remember. And she goes, "Um, yeah, you probably haven't even done ecstasy. And I was like, no, I haven't. I was like, I don't want to. (laughs) She started laughing. And I was like, is that supposed to be like some kind of diss? (laughs) Like, I don't want to do ecstasy. (laughs) I feel like it would just totally destroy like the chemicals in my brain and I would like short circuit or something. I don't know. I don't think it's something that I would want to do. It's not my thing.
1: No, I'm good on the, you know, psychedelics or whatever. <laughs> I don't even know what that's considered. Is it a psychedelic? Maybe. I
0: think so. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm good.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I'm not, I literally do nothing.
1: <laughs> that's probably for the best. <sighs>
0: If we were having this podcast in my 20s that might be a different story. But
1: um... <laughs> All right.
0: Um yeah. well, before we, get, before we before we get into the um episode, why don't we do a quick catch up? Jamie, what
1: do you remember I... what you
0: did? Yep. Yeah, did you do anything exciting and new?
1: <laughs> um what did I do? <laughs> um i had to have done something this weekend i cleaned i didn't watch anything new warrior nun season two just came out on netflix so super excited to watch that, Titan, that? uh warrior nun
0: yeah
1: um I've
0: never even heard of it
1: oh uh, yeah it's a show on netflix and basically it has to do with, like this girl who like died and there are like these whole group of like nuns that are warriors and it has to do with like one of the angels halo and it gets put in the girl and like to protect it from demons or something and she gets revived and she's like the chosen warrior and it's this whole thing about you know good versus evil but it's it's really interesting it's pretty good um
0: is it a foreign show no i've never even heard of it
1: um i mean takes place in other countries and stuff but everybody speaks english so i i don't I don't know, <laughs> but it's good. It's on Netflix. Um, Titans is com- is out right now. Like this, they're slowly rolling out season four of Titans. So I think I mentioned this the last one. Season three was coming out, and I've talked about Titans before. But Titans is out for all my DC fans. Woo!
0: <laughs> but
1: yeah, I became an HBO subscriber just so I could watch Titans. I mean, Game of Thrones and all that's on there too, and that's cool. You know, House of the Dragon, but um. Titans.
0: I still didn't finish that. I literally watched one episode and that was it.
1: Oh, Steven, they're so good.
0: I'm so behind in everything. I haven't watched any of my Potomac Housewives. Um, way behind on my Below Decks, and I haven't watched The Great British Baking Show in weeks, and I feel like it's, like, over already, so I don't even know. Um, Well, that's fun. You got to watch some new shows. Yeah. Right, that's it? You didn't do anything else?
1: Uh... Yeah. So Saturday, <laughs> Saturday, I went to my friend's house to do some wedding planning stuff. And so I opened my computer, hooked up to the Internet, tried to open Cricut Design Space that I haven't used in months. Couldn't get the program to open.
0: Oh, my God.
1: So I'm like, oh, OK, great. Maybe it needs an update. It doesn't need an update. So I'm like, well, maybe if I uninstall it and redownload it, it'll help. And then it was really weird. So I uninstalled it and then went to go reinstall it and I got like this weird pop-up so I start getting paranoid now I already have security system and like antivirus software and stuff on my computer of course but I'm like oh this is kind of like freaking me out you know what I mean so so I just like I ran like three or four scans that night on my computer just to make sure that I like I don't know I'm not getting scammed and I just whatever I was just having that like not a good day (laughs) and then
0: that's weird that it wouldn't just come up when it's already on there
1: yeah i don't i don't know what was happening but needless to say eventually i got it all situated and i am virus free so yay <laughs> and then also um i got cricket to download and open and work so <laughs> winning that was pretty much <laughs> the highlight of my weekend
0: oh cool yeah sounds very stressful <laughs>
1: It was very stressful. Yeah, I was, I was stressed.
0: (laughs) Sounds annoying. (laughs) Um, Well, I'm happy for you. I'm happy that you got your program back on your computer. Um, Well, for me on Saturday, I took my niece Adriana out and we went to a couple of stores and uh, they had Christmas stuff out at target and a five below already. I was like, Oh, and they were playing Christmas music in yeah. Five Below.
1: I walked into PetSmart and there was Christmas music playing. And I'm like, "Ah, oh, yeah, it's about that time.
0: Well, next week is fucking Thanksgiving. I know. I'm like, I can't to- believe it. But yeah, we went out for a little bit and then we came back and... I wanted her to help me go through my stuff and my, cause she's like good at that kind of stuff. Like if you give her like a task, she'll like complete it. Mm -hmm. So I was like, help me get rid of some of my glasses and stuff so I can get, like start purging more. So she was helping me do that. I actually did get rid of some stuff, which was nice. And then um, I wanted to learn uh, a TikTok dance. (laughs) It was the, am I ready one by Lizzo?
1: Yeah.
0: Jamie. I don't know how these people do it. I don't understand how they like learn these dumb TikTok dances and then they post them because it took me so long to do a basic like it was like all two steps. And I was just and she was helping me though. Like she picked it up really fast and she was like, all right, one one shimmy and then go to she's like, go to the left. and I was just like, oh, my God, we were cracking up. I was sweating so bad. It was disgusting. And then we recorded it. And I watched it and I said, oh, no, <laughs> no way in fucking hell I'm posting this on my TikTok. <laughs> I was like, you do it and I'll save it. And then like, if I like it, I'll post it or I'll send it to you. She's like, Uncle Steven, you look fine. And then um, we were doing it again, like later before I dropped her off, but I still didn't want to post it. Um, I don't know people get their angles on all that and stuff. It's so crazy but we did make a fun tiktok where we were trying out the oreo snickerdoodles and i was like let's do like a um like a tasting or whatever like a taste test or whatever and it'll be like stupid and silly and she's so good at editing and everything on there like i don't know what she was hitting but it turned out hilarious (laughs) and i couldn't stop watching it i was like this is so funny I was like, maybe we can do it like once, uh, once a week or something. We'll just post like fun TikTok on us trying like a new snack or something. <laughs> and then she wanted to like, she liked it too. She thought it was funny too. And then she wanted to do like skits. And I was like, Adriana, I'm, I'm done with TikTok. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I thought it was fun that we did it. Cause it was all organic and we were like playing off of each other. And like she's really funny. Like she's only 10, but she's really funny. And um she just wanted to do like other things. And I was just like, I'm over this. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. I was like, yeah, maybe. That's, that's what a lot of TikTok
1: is now. It's all skits and like <laughs> I was on it earlier today, and I don't even remember what it was, but it was really, <laughs> it was really funny. And so, you know, my mom's like, what is that? And so I showed it to her. she's like is that really happening like it's probably a skit and I was like this is this is probably not actually happening. I don't I'm trying to remember. Oh, uh so it was a girl at the Starbucks. She was like in the Starbucks drive-through mm-hmm. uh but like in the store like she was behind the counter and um her boyfriend and her best friend or something they they go through the drive-through every single day. I don't I missed the part on why she was there or how she knew to go to Starbucks. Maybe she supposedly maybe she knew somebody who worked there and was like hey these people come in every single day you know whatever i don't know how she ended up there but the point is uh that's how she found out that her boyfriend was cheating on her with her best friend and it was this um. whole drawn out thing but they pull up and she opens it and it's like a whole cup of water she does she throws like a half-eaten like some pastry and um Takes the like whipped cream and like sprays them. Oh,
0: please. It's so fake. I'm like,
1: this is not real. This is, but it's funny. I laughed at it, but like, I'm like, this is just so dramatic. Nobody does this. And if they do, yeah,
0: it's so silly. Like, how does she know that? They... Like, like, she just so happened. To I'm like, how
1: does she, how, how did she know where they would be? And who just let some rando behind the counter? And throw things out of the like drive-through window. I'm pretty sure that's a liability, and everybody's gonna get fired. So it's Uh, well did you did
0: you see the one that I made?
1: No, I I saw it, but I didn't get a chance to like watch the whole thing. Oh, but I saw you guys laughing, so I don't know.
0: Well, I posted it on our Instagram. If anybody wants to see it, it's really funny. I'm so proud of it. My first ever TikTok. TikTok.
1: I think my TikToks are just book stuff. So any reels that I made on Instagram, they're on my TikTok account. And there's only like a handful of them because my
0: God. I don't do it. I was like, just thinking that, like, I could have posted all that stuff that all the reels that I post for Dawson's Creek on a TikTok. TikTok but, yeah. But they're just pictures. They're not like videos or anything. I don't know. I don't know if people would even think that they were interesting.
1: I don't know. Maybe
0: um but i would get into um the whole saga with our apartment but it's so draining right now
1: yeah let's not we saw the whole episode to record
0: i don't feel like getting into that but i will say that the nasty bitch realtor came in she's got something coming to her tell you that much (laughs) if someone tells you to wear a mask in their apartment wear the fucking mask don't argue about it (laughs) fucking bitch that's
1: how you really feel
0: She's a nasty fucking bitch. Um, But yeah. And I don't know. It's been a very weird week for me. It's already Wednesday. And I don't know. Today I was like really super like antsy and agitated for some reason. But I think it's just like like a pile up of things that have been happening since this weekend. So I don't know. It's like catching up to me or something. But um, yeah, the weekend's coming and that's always a good thing. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> all right well with that why don't we get into this episode nay <laughs> what <laughs> that... okay okay oh i thought you said nay
1: <laughs> no sorry nay. all
0: right nay. anyway jamie let's get into this episode yay this week we're recapping season four episode six great expectations aired november 8th 2000 written by Nan Hagen and directed by Bruce Seth Green. Is not funny. His name is Bruce Seth Green.
1: Seth Green. I feel like there's a lot of Seth Seth Greens in the world.
0: Yeah, he's Oz from Buffy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, all right. So we open with Andy and Jen at the library at Capeside High. Yeah. And Andy telling Jen that. She knows how overwhelming that the college application process is. But the trick is to just take it step by step. And she tells Jen, you know, it would be fun. Start with all the schools that are in New York since it's your old hood. And Jen's like, uh, and I'm not so sure about that, Andy. I spent three years trying to flush the big apple out of my system. And Andy says, she's like, well, you recently just said you wanted to go back. And Jen's like, well, I haven't decided anything, Andy. Like, what are you talking about? So then Andy's like, oh, well, um... I thought you were in a rush to go rejoin your old gang at the haunt. <laughs> it's like, what is she talking about?
1: I don't know where she's picking up this lingo, but it
0: was such a random yeah. conversation.
1: Yeah, I know, but it's funny because of the words that she was using. They're words that we know, mm-hmm. but at the same time, they're not words that like took off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Nobody really said those things. We know what they are. We just don't say those words like haunt and, you know, whatever.
0: Still. No, haunt is the name of the club. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I yeah. thought she
1: was saying, you know, it's like your old haunt. Like, you're, like you like used to go there all the time. That's like, like all right, whatever.
0: <laughs> How, what was the... I get what you're saying, yeah. Oh. But she kept saying at haunts. Oh. I don't know. So she's like, Jen's like, oh, you've been talking to Drew. And she says, yeah, we had a confab at the club last week. And Drew told Andy all about Jen's social scene, spending all of her time at haunts, dancing and drinking until the wee hours of the morning.
1: Uh, Okay. Maybe it
0: stands for, like, haunt. Like, it's my haunt.
1: Maybe that's their intention when they named the club that. Like, this is is going to be your haunt. You're going to come here all the time. Exactly. All right. So, in this case, we're both right. (laughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'll agree with you.
1: Simple as that.
0: And he's like, according to him, it was a nonstop ball of fun. And Jen says, "Well, according to him, would be the key phrase." He's the dark prince of revisionist history. And then we see Jack rush in, and he has a letter for Andy from Harvard. Ooh. And Andy literally drops all her books onto Jen's into Jen's arms. It was really funny. She had like a hundred books, like in her arms, and she literally just drops them into Jen's arms. <laughs> so Andy's having a meltdown, and. She's like making jokes about the size of the letter. And she says, this really is a case where size really does matter. And Jen says, I think size only matters when you have a full view of the whole package. And then Jack shakes his head in agreement. And I was like, Jack, you've never even seen another penis. Except like maybe in porno that you're watching. But like, it was so annoying. The
1: changing room at the men or the men, the boys locker room, maybe. I don't know.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I was like, whatever, Jack, you won't even kiss somebody. So, Andy's, like, super nervous, and Jack's like, they'd be fools not to take you, and then she finally opens it up, and she finds out that she got an early acceptance for fall of 2001. And I was, like, thinking about that, because fall of 2001, they're graduating in, they're graduating this this year, right? So, it's okay. already 2000, so they would be graduating in 2001, So she'll be going at a regular time.
1: Yeah. 2001 in September.
0: Yeah. But that's how's that early acceptance? She's
1: She's getting alerted early.
0: Oh, before she graduates. Well, well, what is is that normal?
1: I don't know what the turnaround is, but this is like before the holidays, right? they are still an autumn. She's getting an early. She's getting notified now, as opposed to towards the end of their, their,
0: like a whole year.
1: year. Right. Instead of hearing about it in spring, she's finding out early now. that she's got she's accepted her now instead of waiting like everybody else
0: that makes sense to me now because i was like early fall 2001 that's when they would be going to school but it's It's about when they're
1: getting it's the letter they're talking about they're talking about (laughs) the actually (laughs) notifying her not you know actually going early
0: that really, like, confused me, Chase. <laughs> uh,
1: I mean, I like, think I'm wrong, guys, but I'm pretty sure that's what that means.
0: It's been it no, a makes... long
1: time. I don't know anymore. The that makes
0: changing. a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, so she's in. They're all like, you're in! And then everybody's, like, in the library, like, looking over at them. Did
1: you, like, watch her face, though? Because I feel like she wasn't I mean, the whole point is for her to not feel anything right now, right? That's kind of the point. But, like, she like she did such a great job portraying the fact that she her emotions are very neutral. Because yeah, yeah. it was like I couldn't tell if she was excited or horrified.
0: <laughs> yeah. It almost looked like she was in shock, too.
1: Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure. She probably, she worked hard to get there. But, like, oh. her emotions were muted. And she did a great job portraying it so in my
0: opinion wait so how is she going to harvard but she's not (laughs) valedictorian (laughs) valedictorian and joey is
1: (laughs) i don't know i think they're both of their like well we don't know what number she is right we know that
0: we only know joey's four
1: right she's fourth in her class we don't know what andy is and andy also missed school so even though her grades are fantastic maybe the fact that she was out for a little bit also might have put a dampener on where, where she placed i don't know
0: i don't know either
1: but so here's the other thing too if joey's fourth why did they give it to her or not whoever was first right well,
0: maybe she by the time they graduate she's worked she worked she's worked all the way up to one obviously hmm. i'm sure they'll explain it i don't know i don't remember I was just are, so...
1: how are they gonna go with number yeah maybe i don't know i guess we'll find out because i don't remember
0: hmm? yeah i don't either um so yeah they are all yelling that Uh, she that you're in, and they hug, and Jack says, "My sister just got in a Harvard," and Andy is just like shell shocked. And then uh, we see the people in the background like clapping their hands, but they have it like silent, so like you can't hear them. (laughs) They just get they just play the uh, theme music, so we get the opening credits, Mm -hmm. um, which is still on Hulu. I'm watching it still on Hulu, so it's the old theme song. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I I can't get HBO Max on my laptop. It's so annoying. I don't know why I can't download it. It's Uh not like accessible in here. It's stupid.
1: Well, you should, you could still get it from the web browser. Can't you? It doesn't have to be the app.
0: I never thought of that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You just use your web browser like a normal person.
0: (laughs) Hold on, Jamie. (laughs) Let me see if this actually works. (laughs) Oh, my God. Wait, Well, <laughs> this... Will let me watch stuff? I Try it. Oh, my God. Watch. It's going to be like, that's not the right password. Worst
1: comes the worst. What it'll do is it'll be like, actually, you need to download it here. And it'll just give it to you right then and there so you don't have to go through an app store.
0: All right. It's not going to let me put in, like, I don't remember the password. I'll try this later. But now that I know this... <laughs> <laughs>
1: I have to do that with a couple of sites because the apps, the, the apps don't like work. So,
0: all right, it's not doing anything. It's I have I have my password written down. I don't have it in front of me. I forget everything. Um. All right, so now we are back at the CD store or the music store with Dawson, and we see Gretchen walk in, and she goes over to Dawson and suggests uh, a CD by a band called Morchiba. I've never ever heard of them.
1: Never heard of it.
0: Um, I was tempted to look them up on YouTube, but then I lost interest uh, because I was so busy watching the episode. (laughs) So Dawson says he's never heard of them like we haven't. And then Gretchen's disappointed. Gretchen's so much like older than him. Like her her taste in music is going to be a little bit more mature. I think
1: she's only supposed to be like three years older than them, but...
0: Three years older, whatever. She's still like older. Like... Her right? Wait, a bit they, more mature. doesn't
1: he say how old she is at some point like um pacey does it was like 21 or something
0: when they were in when they when they were in the car they made a comment about the last time they were in the car together she was 14 and they were 11 yeah so, so three years she, apart three years that's years that.
1: what it was yeah so she's only three years older than them but
0: i don't know I still think it's very weird that a a woman in college of her age would be dating a 17-year-old in high school. But I guess it all depends because they're, like, forming this bond and this, like, you know, new relationship. And she, like, he gets her. So, you know, it makes sense. But at the same time, it's just a little icky to me. I don't know. You would think she'd want, like, a man. (laughs) He's he's still a virgin.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I don't know.
0: Would you a date
1: a, a connection.
0: Would you date a 17-year-old if you were 21? No. No, it's weird.
1: But I was 16 and dated a 21-year-old, so... All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. So we see this, like, kind of cute guy walk by, and he hands Gretchen this poster-sized ad for a party. By the
1: way, that was so awkward. Because it was like... <laughs> he's, like, walking by, and he just hesitates, and she looks at him, and it's like... <laughs>
0: But it was like like, huge too. It wasn't like a small like.
1: No, it wasn't. He was like an adult sized person, but like
0: (laughs) he was an adult sized person. He was an adult.
1: He was was just tall, but I just feel like the delivery was like almost awkwardly. It was, um, I mean, it was more obvious that it was like planned to me, or maybe that was just that was. I don't know. I feel like the extra was just struck celebrity here this is my job
0: he really overthought it
1: he overthought it <laughs> it wasn't just a oh here you go or oh here you go it was a stop stare at her
0: and she just took it
1: and it was, this is what i was supposed to hand you i have no words can't <laughs> compute anything more than hand paper and she so, like
0: and she like unrolls it like a um what a do scroll. they call it? like a scroll <laughs> <laughs> i didn't get to like see exactly what it said but it was like all these different djs i don't know but yeah it's for a rave and i was just like that's ridiculous i was like the amount of money they must have had to to promote this rave must have been like astronomical because who makes uh announcements that big just to hand out to the public (laughs) that's crazy because later jen gets one via email from drew like wouldn't that have just been easier pass it along yeah or 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 post the um post the other well i guess you want to be posting about a rave i don't know if it's legal it's legal so yeah she he gives it to gretchen and she's just like oh uh dawson's like oh is there a is it for a party and she's like actually it's a rave and dawson's like a rave in cape side even rhythm impaired youths need an outlet right and gretchen's like raves aren't just for dancing they're sort of a declaration of independence so now like gretchen's telling us that she's constantly going to raves you know she's the rave queen apparently so
1: (laughs) So where was her glitter
0: i know she was wearing like striped pants and like a bright pink or orange shirt i don't even know yeah i don't know so dawson's like oh like the boston tea party and she's like every generation has its rebel subculture experience and this is ours but dawson's not buying it so she's like um it's fun and you should go with me and check it out and he's like look it's just not my scene gretchen uh i'd rather stay in and watch jaws for the 475th time (laughs) so she says well how would you know if you haven't even been to one and he says, instinct, I've never been two-stepping either, but I know better than to run out and buy cowboy boots. But she's being persistent, and he's being a baby, and she wants to show him new things to experience. And she says, consider it one of the terms and conditions to our new friend agreement. Must challenge your other party to new experience that he or she would otherwise not indulge in. And he's like, can I get a rain check? Um, next time, I'll show you how insufferably uncool I can be. Don't be all uncool. If you're listening and you watch Real Housewives, you would get that reference. Jamie uh, would never get that. So No,
1: I won't. Sorry.
0: <laughs> be cool. Don't be all uncool. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, you don't give yourself enough credit, Dawson. At your worst, you're probably just mildly uncool. So she's like, you want to give more Chiba a try? And he's like, right now? And she's like, yeah. So they go and they listen to the CD together in the store, which... I feel like we've talked about this before. Um, it brought me back to Borders Bookstore where they would like have the CD sections of the CD, se- the music section and the CDs you could like listen to while you were shopping or whatever. you bought it. Oh, I used to love that. I miss Borders Bookstore so much.
1: I like try to get a job there once, but they Yeah, me
0: too. Learn. I think I've told this on here before, but I used to go there all the time with my friend at the time and they had like a like a i don't know like a drink bar kind of thing like they had refreshments they didn't really serve food it was really just it was like a coffee kind of bar like a starbucks but like for them so you could like order like coffee and like you know all different types of drinks but they used to have this like strawberry yeah but they didn't serve food maybe they served like desserts i don't know But it was, like, a coffee bar. So they had, like, the coffee bar, and then, like, you'd have a place to sit. And um, I'm seeing it in my head. Sometimes they would have, like, a guy come in on, like, a Friday or Saturday night, like, a musician, and he would play. And they had all the magazines, like, right when you walked in. Oh, my God, I'm getting, like, nostalgic thinking about this. Because it was, like, I did it all the time. Like, it was, like, my go-to place just to go hang out. I loved it. I was such a loser. (laughs) But um i would always get this like drink it was like a frozen like strawberry drink and they would put like whipped cream on it it was so good but um i miss borders i wish it never went out of business
1: i think that the only borders that we had was the one that was in the mall it didn't have all of that
0: oh wow it was
1: just a store
0: i remember when ours opened up i i remember my mom uh took me and i found all the books that i wanted like all the like young adult books that i was like reading at the time and i was like like short-circuiting i was like mom this is what i want for christmas these are the books that i she got me all these books too and now i don't have them anymore because my dad got rid of them um anger rising anger rising need to get my level down so yeah i don't know that whole scene though watching them listen to that cd just reminded me of borders bookstore and if you're listening and you remember borders bookstore let us know like tell us what your favorite experience was in borders bookstore
1: your best memory
0: (laughs) of borders and then it was like it was like borders and then it was like borders books and music and like something else but i don't know now there's like a restaurant there where mine used to be it was empty forever but now it's, it's like this cafe place called first watch i've never even heard of it Hmm. um anyway so we cut to pacey and joey walking downtown and he says that this town is sorely lacking in post-meridian activities and like barnacle for your thought
1: barnacle for your thoughts
0: (laughs) oh that that whole thing grossed me out barnacles are disgusting
1: (laughs) i should have looked it up i'm just like i mean i guess it's better than penny for your thoughts not really no Penny's easier barnacle only,
0: yeah well they only did it because they were never that game we used to play on the boat barnacle, barnacle for your thoughts
1: <laughs> so, you know that's all we had around us was barnacles water and fish
0: so she tells him that they could always pull up bonnie and clyde and he's like what hit up the bank and then go on the lamb? And then she shrugs and she says, it's a practical solution to two of our biggest problems, money and boredom. So he agrees with her and he says he's going to get a big sedan and a fedora. So then they stop in front of the CD store and Joey looks in and she sees Dawson and Gretchen listening to this uh, CD together. And she has this like face. I don't know how to explain it. She doesn't look shocked, but she's also sort of like caught off guard by seeing the two of them together.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, like, don't know how to feel, about I don't know. But, yeah, I agree with you. She was just like, uh, no, we're not going to go in there. Let's go, let's go this way. Come on. Let's walk this way.
0: Yeah, he says, do you want to go in? And she's like, no.
1: Like, do you think she did it for her expense or for Pacey's?
0: Probably both. She probably didn't want, want it to be awkward. But for so for her, though, to have that reaction, um, I feel like it's a little it's a little selfish it's a little selfish because she's already dating Pacey. Like she should be I don't happy. Know for him.
1: If she was like jealous though, if I'm going to be honest,
0: I don't think she was jealous either. I just think it was like, I think she was just kind
1: of surprised. And then she's like, mm, let me just get Pacey out of here.
0: But don't you think it probably hit her in the gut a little bit?
1: I mean, maybe nobody really likes to see somebody that's like their first love with somebody else. Even if they're seeing somebody else, it hits for like a second, but I mean, you get over it.
0: Yeah. Well, the way she was all over Pacey this whole episode, I was like, she should not even care if Dawson wants to go out with Gretchen or if there's forming anything. I
1: think she kind of gets over it.
0: So we cut to Andy and Jack with their dad. He's giving Andy his Harvard letter sweater and he tells her that he's been saving it, hoping for this moment. So she puts it on and he tells her that she looks perfect in it. She says, Daddy, I'm not perfect. Not by a long shot. <laughs> So Jack does like this funny voice and he says something about Andy wearing the crimson signifies excellence. I don't know. He's making fun of his dad. So they all laugh and their dad is like super excited for Andy and he's trying to like hype her up. But Jack stops him and uh, tells him to like calm down like she's not even there yet. So he hugs Andy and he tells her that this is supposed to be the greatest moment of her life. And he's just really proud of her. So Jack's like, yeah, well, I want the same speech when I get into clown college.
1: (laughs) Again, with the clown college. It's not the first time he brought it up.
0: I know. So their dad leaves and he's just like really happy. I mean, that is exciting. You know, she's going to where he, he, like, she's going to Harvard. Like, he went to Harvard. Like, that's a big fucking deal, you know? So Jack's like, Andy, that's a big sweater to fill, but don't let dad freak you out. And she's like, I'm not. She's like, I'm not anything. She's like, you heard him. This is supposed to be the greatest moment of my life. I should be feeling amazing or happy, but I just feel one big fat empty. She's like, well, maybe, you know, maybe it's just a medication. Maybe it's just keeping me from feeling the lows. But the side effect is it keeps me from feeling the highs too. <laughs> so what the fuck do you feel? Nothing. <laughs>
1: she has no emotion. She is no.
0: really not. It's the Nardle Automaton. <laughs> she's like she's just like a
1: robot.
0: <laughs> um she's like, it's fine, it's fine. I'm sure I'll be ba- be bouncing off the walls in just a few days. And Jack reminds her that he got an evite for the rave. <laughs> an e Vite. An e-invite. <laughs> and He's like, what better way to celebrate? You just got into Harvard. I think you deserve a night of wild, reckless abandon. And Andy just smiles. So uh, they're going to go to the rave. I totally, just reading that now, I totally just missed that part. That they were actually going to go to the rave together. Because I thought it was later. It was just Jen and Andy. And they were picking up Jack. (laughs) I totally forgot. We cut to Jen in computer lab and um she's on aol because we hear you've got mail
1: (laughs) yeah i don't think there are many there are a couple of sounds that i don't think i will ever get out of my head one of them is the sound of your computer connecting to the internet Mm -hmm. um the other is the once you connect and you finally enter aol and it's like you've got mail i'll never forget that sound ever
0: no me either like who even uses aol anymore i know like people use it for emails but like I don't think you can, like, really go on it, right?
1: I don't know. I don't know if they use it as, like, a search engine anymore. I don't think it's one of those things where you would have, to, like, you need it in order to use the internet. And I don't... I mean, we have Microsoft Teams and stuff now. Like, I don't think anybody uses Instant Messenger. I'm gonna... I'm Just gonna send an IM. you know? Like, Google has its own chatting system and we all have phones and text messages now, so it's not like we even really need any of that. We don't need a, that, but we've got Teams and... Google Hangouts, and I don't know.
0: I miss all the groups that I was in on on AOL. It was, it was so fun. And the chat rooms. Were all the chat rooms?
1: I never really did the chat room thing.
0: I did. I feel like I've talked about this before.
1: <laughs> I feel like you did, too.
0: <laughs> I still like the chat rooms. <laughs> you would go in and just, like, talk about anything. It would, it would be like a, a movie chat room or, like, a Dawson's Creek chat room. I feel
1: like the chat rooms were always just too chaotic. So there's too many people talking about too many different things trying to talk to each other all the time. It's like, oh, it was too much. It was too chaotic.
0: They need to bring that back.
1: Oh, yeah, sure.
0: Yeah, they do. Like, I wonder, I wonder, like, how that even works. I mean, it's different now because you have Reddit and all that stuff. Mm. you're just, but it's not a continual conversation. You know, it used to be fun being like, you know, just talking to strangers about stuff that you have in common. Oh, now I want to go on an AOL chat room. <laughs>
1: i mean don't they have forums and stuff for that yes so like you said reddit um and was it i don't know discord
0: oh yeah i think discord is something i don't know that's something that we should look into though a lot of podcasters are into discord and stuff like that i don't even know what it is um so jen opens up her email and it's from drew who's sitting right behind her And it's the rave invite, and she says, if you send it again, I'm going to accidentally smash your fingers in the door jam. He says, think back to your Halcyon heyday. You were the Uber Raver. Your love for the scene was world-renowned. And she says, another part of my reputation I was really proud of. (laughs) She was fucking 14. Like, how crazy is that? Yeah. He says, you're a pod person. The gen that I once knew personified fun. That gen is MIA. And... He makes a comment about her looking up colleges so late in the the year, and, you know, it makes her feel, like, really bad. She says, now I remember why my skin crawls whenever you're around me. He says, your skin crawls because I remind you of what you're missing. And he says, you need stimuli. Too long without it, and the little voices inside start to ask for it. You've been here a while, and I bet your little voices are screaming. And he says, the night that he gave her the ecstasy, he went back for it, but she and it were both gone. And she says, you're such a bastard. And he says, you know, I'm not surprised that you wavered. It's fall quarter, senior year, and you still don't know what to do with your life. It sure would be nice to escape those questions for a while, wouldn't it? She's like, look, I'm no longer 14 and naive. And he tells her that she's afraid to admit to herself how much she loved feeling good. You'd have to admit to wanting to feel that good again. And he says, if you're going to take one, tonight's the perfect night. And then he leaves. Um, I don't know. What do you think it would have been like if she took it? She would have been all whacked out.
1: Yeah, I'm glad she didn't take it because she needed to be the one that was sober enough to know what to do or what to say. You know what I mean? Because nobody else knew that Andy took it.
0: Right, right. So
1: they would have got to the paramedics and then all of them would have been looking at each other going, I don't know. I don't know. What did she take? What What are you talking about? She's on whatever drug that she's on for, you know.
0: You know what else is weird?
1: Mood stabilizer. I don't know.
0: her Nardal, yeah. <laughs> the medic is like you can't mix Nardal with anything i was like what the fuck is Nardal? i've never even heard of
1: it i like how like at one point they were just throwing out the names of like stuff they're like oh yeah Nardal and ecstasy bad idea <laughs> <laughs> you should have been here five she would have should have went to the hospital five minutes ago you know <laughs> this is really helpful bro i don't know like
0: they're like we didn't even know she fucking took it
1: like oh yeah she took this and they're like oh yeah yeah that's the that's the that's the drug name we need like the brand name you know you got the knockoff shit
0: what What are you talking
1: about well you know like you have acetaminophen and you have tylenol right you got the brand and acetaminophen is the same fucking thing but just like the the discount version (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's like when you hear people talking about uh like medications that they're on for anxieties or whatever oh, like oh, I take,
0: xanax it's like um, i
1: take this and they're like oh well blah, blah blah this and i'll raise you with blood i'm like how does everybody know all the name of these crazy ass drugs like
0: because everybody's medicated <laughs>
1: everybody but jamie apparently maybe i need to be medicated
0: <laughs> anyway so now we're at the leary's uh, Mitch and Gallard dance. They're slow dancing in the kitchen. Like they always slow dance in the kitchen together when they're in a good mood. We see balloons that say congrats. <laughs> so I'm assuming Mitch bought these balloons for her. Yeah. Dawson knew nothing about it. And Dawson walks in and, he- and they're all surprised to see him. And they're like, We've really thought long and hard about this, Dawson. We're going to have the baby. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, Mom. Dad, I I can't believe it. I'm so happy for you. And then he hugs them and Mitch is like, "Is this really how you feel, Dawson?" And he's like, "Of course it is. I'm so happy. I'm going to have a little brother or sister that I can brainwash about Steven Spielberg." <laughs>
1: You're going to like all the things that I like, and we're going to bond, and it's going to be great, and I'm going to love you and hug you and snuggle you and and all the crazy things until your head pops off.
0: Yeah, he's going to be, like, married with, like, seven children by the time she's able to even, like, date, so. Yeah, right? (laughs) She's going to be, like, his kid. That is such a wide, like, a big age gap, but whatever. Okay. Um, gal's like, Let me set you a plate, honey. Let me set you a plate, honey. But he says he already ate and he has something to do anyway. He's gonna go change and then be out of their hair. So he runs up to go change because he's gonna go to the rave now, obviously. And Mitch says, You know what I love about that kid? And Gal says, Everything. And Mitch says, Yeah, but he knows how to take a hint. <laughs> and then they bang on the kitchen table. She's like, I'm already pregnant, Mitch. <laughs> Mitch. Mitch. <laughs> so now we cut to Joey looking in a mirror at herself. We hear Gretchen telling her that she's been to at least a dozen raves and they've all been great. Joey says, oh yeah? Hundreds of sweaty strangers packed together being blasted with potentially ear damaging decibels? Oh, sounds great. So then they cut to Pacey like smiling. I thought he was drinking a beer at first, but he's drinking like a soda or something. Yeah. Yeah i was like how lucky for him that like he lives with his sister and he's a teenager and his sister just buys him alcohol that would be pretty cool though you know but (laughs) gretchen's like the cool sibling (laughs) so
1: nice to have older friends sometimes when you were young no (laughs)
0: um did you notice also that the house is completely different
1: i think the whole point of them was that they were uh I mean, she's got Pacey, right? He's hand, he's handy. So I think the the point was like they're supposed to be sprucing it up, right? They've probably been living in it for a minute now. So
0: I don't even, I don't mean just that. I mean, like the entire kitchen is different. The first episode that they showed them in that kitchen, it was like a box because they literally walked into the room, the kitchen, which was this tiny room, and there was a mini fridge on the one side, and behind on the opposite side there was like a cabinet or something. That Gretchen was getting like cereal out of. I don't remember, but it was literally just this like tiny space. But now this episode, they got this big ass kitchen with like this big ass fridge and uh, a table and a counter, like a kitchen island. It's huge. I don't remember. Oh, it's crazy. I wonder if anybody else noticed that. Was I was like, uh, did the people come in and fix up the Remodel? place? Before they moved in.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, we know that he, um, we know that he's handy, right? So maybe he was working on it i don't
0: know i don't know but it made me it made me want to live there though
1: <laughs> it's cute honestly i'm pretty sure that like, when it's all said and done it's a cute little bungalow um yeah, it spent I like- a lot of time there at one point
0: yeah i like it i like it a lot i was just like it's so convenient for the two of them so uh gretchen puts a crown on top of joey's head it's like, like this big oversized like king's crown or whatever and she's like i thought you were giving this a chance and joey says she is she's actually excited And Pacey's like, no, to the crown. He's like, don't wear the crown. Pacey says, aren't raves just like high school dances except ten times longer? And Gretchen's like, oh, I loved high school dances. And Pacey says, yeah, well, duh, because you were the queen of every one you went to. And she says, well, duh, why do you think I love them then? (laughs) She says, look, if you don't want to go, we're perfectly fine leaving you here at home. It'll give you a chance to clean the bathroom. And he's like, oh, did I say I didn't want to go? I'm happy to go. Let's go. Let's go to the rave.
1: Anything but clean the bathroom.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So then we hear someone knock on the door and we see Dawson, like, outside. Gretchen answers the door and he's like... I'm cashing in my rain check. He's doing that thing again where he doesn't like open up his mouth wide enough to talk. He's like, I'm cashing in my rain check. (laughs) And he walks in and he sees Pacey and Joey sitting there and they don't even say anything. So then Dawson kind of laughs. I think he like kind of broke the ice a little bit and he's like, the bitch mobiles gassed up. Who's ready to go to this fucking rave. Let's go celebrate.
1: (laughs) Do this thing.
0: (laughs) And Joey's like, let's go pace. And he's like, all right. Let's go to the rave. I don't want to, but let's go. (laughs) I don't think I'd be excited to go to a rave. No. Mm -hmm.
1: Not now. I'd be too tired. Ten years ago, though, yeah, I'd probably be like, all right, let's do Um, it.
0: No, I don't even know about ten years ago. Maybe if I was, like, 25, I'd go.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, you're like, you're ten, okay, so 15 years ago for you.
0: (laughs) So weird. (laughs) I'd be, I'd be all about it. I'd be like, yeah, let's go. I'd be so scared, but I'd be like, yeah, let's go. Let's go see what this rave is about. And it's I'd be so bored.
1: Bigger and what?
0: I'd probably be so bored. You think? No, that's a lie. I'd probably be so drunk. That's probably what would happen. I'd get so wasted yeah. and have fun, but I wouldn't remember it. And I'd probably throw up. <laughs> that's probably what would happen. But I probably wouldn't do any um, like weird drugs. No. I, I would think that I would probably die.
1: Yeah, I'd rather just enjoy the party sober.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my god, Jamie. What? You you be you be uh, watching me like like Jen watching Andy.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'd be babysitting. No, for sure. There's no doubt in my mind anytime any time when I was younger that like my friends and I went to parties whether it's like a college party or just like, a, whatever. I spent a good chunk of my time babysitting. I think once, I actually disappeared on them, because I, I found a bunch of other people, and I didn't even go far. I was just in a room hanging out. Um, <laughs> you
0: left your friends to go be with other people? Well, they <laughs> no, So,
1: we were in, like, the basement. It was a college party. We were, the whole house was just crammed with people.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So, I was in the basement shooting... I swear, I was shooting darts. And I tell you, I must have talked to, like, three or four dudes. It was, like, speed dating.
0: <laughs> my God. They were all they trying to fuck up, you. That's why. They
1: would come up, and we would talk, and then they would leave. Like, he would leave. And then I'd just be shooting darts. Another one would come up and talked, and then they would leave. Like, it was, like, speed dating. They just came to me, and I talked, <laughs> and either, they either hung out or they didn't. And one I actually, like, had things in common with, so he actually hung out with me for a while.
0: They were like, this girl's more interested in darts. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah i don't know none of them was holding none of them were holding my interest i wasn't holding their interest and you know waste of time keep moving keep Mm -hmm. keep the line coming boys you know (laughs) those were the days um but yeah so i ended up making friends with somebody who like actually knew the people who were throwing the party no i did not know anybody but the friends i went with (laughs) and so yeah i i made i met a couple of people and at that point, my friends were off doing whatever they were. So yeah, that's where I ended up. They found me. They were looking for me. <laughs> and me. one of them, the other one, was like, "Okay, hi, I see you. All right, I'm going back downstairs." And then my other one crawled to me.
0: Oh my god, they were that <laughs> she way. Just through. put
1: her head on my lap, and I'm just playing with her hair. I'm like, oh, you are fucked up, not oh, Chick." So I ended up having to babysit her for the rest of the night.
0: What college were you at? Oh, I don't know.
1: I don't know where I was.
0: <laughs> was it like far?
1: I don't remember, Stephen. This was like—I don't think I was even legal to drink. I probably was like 19. I don't know where I was.
0: I always went to Temple parties because I have friends there, and then I always went to um a couple of UPenn parties, but that was a i don't know. I never had fun. They were always so boring. I would have rather just gone out to like a bar. <laughs> I went
1: to this other party. And it was a smaller party. It wasn't as big as that one that I went to. And uh, I was playing beer pong, I think. (laughs) And I made a friend. And uh, we were leaving. And he's like, (laughs) he's like, you can't leave. I'm like, I gotta go. And he's like, all right, fine. Before you leave, you have to kiss me on the cheek. And I'm like, all right, he's cute, so fine. So I go to do it. And right before I get to his cheek, he pulls that move, right? So real quick, his face turned and it was lips and i'm like everybody around us is like giggling and i'm like that was smooth real smooth i gotta go
0: (laughs) Uh, did you ever talk to him again
1: yeah i hung out with him like once afterwards was he cute he was cute
0: that's good yeah good for you jamie (laughs) (laughs) whatever
1: it was like 19
0: (laughs) never it sounds like you had like really good game
1: (laughs) (laughs) I yeah i'm not kidding though when i was young they just came to me I didn't do anything. I didn't have to. Now, now nobody, nobody, nobody steps up to the plate.
0: <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> so, you know, it is, it is funny. Like before I dated Justin, I remember, you know, figuring out who I was and everything. And I remember when I worked at Macy's, I would always see guys like checking me out, but like I didn't realize it, like not until after the fact. And then it would happen like more often. I'd be, I'd be like, why are they looking at me? And then you, and then you think back and you go, Oh, because they probably thought I was like cute or something.
1: I was always oblivious. And then anytime somebody was like not oblivious, like real kind of like forward about stuff, I would get really shy. Oh yeah. Unless I was like, like at that part, like I've been drinking or something. Um, I went to Atlantic city once with my friend and we were on the beach and the lifeguards were switching and the one was a little flirty. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh and then i got hit on the i got hit on three times that day the second time was at johnny rockets uh with the one guy i don't know if he was like on his break or whatever but he like came and sat next to us and was like chatting me up <laughs> and then the other time atlantic city do they still have that mall the pier mall they have like, they have like the pier and it's a mall um But it was set up differently than how it is now. And we were leaving. (laughs) And there's this cute guy at the bottom of the escalator when we were at the top. And I don't know if I was loud or what I said. But I probably said something along the lines of, oh, he's cute. And then he turned around. (laughs) And I'm like, fuck, he heard me. (laughs) And he waited until we got to the bottom. (laughs) What
0: are you doing? He waited to talk to you.
1: Yeah, he waited he, yeah, and he hung out and talked for like five minutes. But then of course I was like super shy, so he left. <laughs> Those were the days.
0: Um, I forget what I was gonna say about all that because I was like you said, so oblivious to it all. Yeah. But I don't know. I think now, if I was like single now, I'd be very like comfortable. I don't know. I, I say that now, but um I do get nervous in situations like I don't know. Like I remember the time he we went to that strip club and the stripper was like um, kind of like touched me to like give him like a tip or whatever and I got so awkward I was like don't touch me <laughs> but I don't know <laughs> she said I'm not surprised
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised even
0: <laughs> I don't know like cues I don't think <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> you know this is my personal space don't touch me
0: yeah, unless I felt, like, completely comfortable, I'd be, like, okay with it. But, like, I was so, like, nervous in that moment. So, I don't know. Whatever. Oh, my God. Oh, wait. I think I even told this last week. I was getting my hair cut. And the guy, like, zipped my neck. And it made me, like, laugh. And he was, like, did I hurt you? And I was just, like, no. Like, you made me tickle. <laughs> and he didn't give me no reaction. But I was sort of just, like, that's how sensitive I get. Like, even yeah. if Justin just, like, goes like this to my back. I'm, like, Stop. And he goes, You're so weird. <laughs> I'm like, It's just, I don't like that feeling. I don't know. <laughs> it is weird, I think. Yeah, you're <laughs> a little weird.
1: <laughs> it's totally fine, Steven. Fine.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Like, I had one of those things that you put on your head where it like, goes like that, and it makes me like, Ugh, I hate that feeling. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> yeah, it makes you like when I throw up. <laughs> 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 he would put it on my head i threw it away because i was like i used to hate it because he would put it on my head and he would make you know what i'm talking about
1: yeah the it's little like, like the, claw thing
0: yeah 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 and he would do it and it would go down i feel and i would like cringe Ugh. like you're
1: messing up my hair stop
0: it no it's not even it wasn't even that it was just the feeling of it, it was so gross it's nasty he <laughs> hated it oh anyway anyway so back to the show they're all at the rave together. They're all going to the rave. They're off to the rave, and we cut to Jen and Andy. They're at Jen's. They're going to be late picking up Jack because he has a meeting that ends at ten. And I was like, "What the fuck meeting is he at?" And we find out later he's at a soccer meeting. But I was like, "Till ten o'clock? Like, is it that serious?" It might be. Um, it's all the kids. He's like wrangling the kids. He's like, "We got to win." Past
1: their bedtime.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's all the parents telling him he can't be a coach because he's gay. <laughs> okay. So Jen's looking for directions to the map point. I knew none of this stuff. Like, what they were talking about, like, somebody who, whoever wrote this who uh, knew about raves or like was really into raves, they were letting us know, like, the, um, like, what happens at raves with all this bullshit. Like, I knew nothing about any of this stuff. She says that they're looking for a buffer zone for undesirables. If they don't like the way you look, you might not get directions to the actual location. Andy, like, freaks out a bit, a little bit, and she's like, but how do you know if you're undesirable? (laughs) And Jen tells her, it's a rave on the outer banks of civilization, Andy. Anybody who shows up with money is desirable. Yep. (laughs) Jen's like, not about this. I'm surprised she's even going, but I guess... Yeah, peer pressure. I guess Drew got in her head, too. Uh, So Andy starts to feel bad and asks her if she's sure she really wants to go. She's like, I feel like I twisted your arm a little bit. Jen says, yes, I want to celebrate you. (laughs) She's all serious. Yes, Andy, I want to celebrate you.
1: (laughs) I'm here for you. And that's pretty much it.
0: Yeah. So Andy's like, good, because I think this is exactly what we need. We're going to have so much fun. So she's like I've got to go to the bathroom. So then Jen opens up her drawer and she pulls out the ecstasy and she like puts it in her hand. She's like playing with it in her hand. She's like looking at it. She smelled it. <laughs> she's like no Andy smelled it, didn't she? Or did Jen smell? I remember Andy. Oh sm-
1: no, Andy smelled it. Yeah, sorry.
0: Jen's just like hello old friends. Jen's like yeah, look welcome welcome to Cape Side Ecstasy. <laughs> So Andy comes back in and she sees Jen with the pills in her hand, and Andy's like, uh, "Are those some kind of pills?" And Jen's like, "Yeah, there's some kind of pills." And Andy says, "We're not talking aspirin, are we?" <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Andy. Do they look like fucking aspirin to you?
1: They're huge too.
0: <laughs> yeah, and they were like pink. Yeah, I mean, she could have been like, "They're Pepto, <laughs> they're Pepto tablets.
1: <laughs> they're Pepto. You don't take this
0: <laughs> special Pepto just for me." and he's like oh my god jen can i have thanks jen and she like it's
1: it's expired pepto it does the complete opposite you don't want it you
0: know it's gonna make you freak the fuck out (laughs) um so we get a quick scene of dawson driving everyone and gretchen mentions that the last time that we were all in this car together we were all really young and dawson's like we were 11 and you were 14 it's branded in my brain so we get some kind of like obvious flirting like you feel like there's like flirting happening
1: right
0: um with Gretchen and Dawson because da- like they're very comfortable with one another We
1: got very close yeah
0: and Joey and Pacey are in the backseat and Joey's picking up on it because she keeps like cutting back to like looking at you know the camera keeps cutting to her face
1: yeah she's looking back and forth between them like there's something brewing here
0: she's like hmm <laughs> is Dawson dating Gretchen I'm gonna have to say something to her later and ruin this (laughs) Um, so then we cut back to Andy and Jen and now they're walking by the river and Andy's like Andy says ecstasy wow (laughs) and she's like Jen have you done a lot of it and she says in New York she did and she never went to a rave without it and she went to a lot of raves And Andy says, you must have liked what it did for you. Otherwise, you wouldn't have kept taking it. (laughs) And Jen says, well, yeah, the first few times were amazing. It's hard not to love the X effect. (laughs) I was like, I've never heard that before. I don't even take X.
1: No, No, never.
0: (laughs) So stupid. (laughs) We should say that now in, like, every episode. You gotta love the X effect. (laughs) um and andy's like well which is what exactly and jen's like what's with all the questions andy she's like i'm just curious so now they're like on the swing swinging on the swings and jen finally gives in and she says that the first time is amazing you get this feeling of loving everybody and everything and everybody loves you she's like x just made me very happy and andy says so it makes you happy that doesn't sound so bad (laughs) and he's like a child And Jen's like, not at first, but it lasts about six hours and then it's gone. And then afterward, you're more depressed than you than when you first started. That's like any drug.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Or any or anything in general. Same thing with alcohol and people like, I need to drink my problems away. Like, honey, you're not really drinking your problems away. You're just postponing them until you have a hangover. You're going to feel extra shitty tomorrow because your problems are still there. And now (laughs) you're just dealing with a hangover, too.
0: It's true. Um, she says the worst thing about any drug is that you lose your inhibitions, which is why she stopped. So Andy's like, can I see them? So then Jen lets her see them, but she's like, Andy, you're way too interested. And Andy says, I'm interested in feeling happy. And Jen reminds her that she just got into Harvard. And, um, Andy says, one would think that getting the one thing that you finally wanted your whole life, that you'd experience one moment of sheer joy. But, and Jen says, no moment. And then Andy smells the uh, the ecstasy. <laughs>
1: snippy, snippy, snippy.
0: And Jen asks her if she wants to talk about what she's feeling. And Andy says, nope, because that's all I ever do is talk and talk. Tonight, I just want to have fun. F-U-N, fun. <laughs> okay. and I feel
1: like there's a song for that,
0: but I don't know. Isn't it a band? But yeah,
1: F is friends that do stuff together. You and me.
0: Oh my God! It's that song you always sing.
1: Here in the deep blue sea, SpongeBob.
0: (laughs) You always sing that's that's one of your repertoires. In your repertoire, I know. (laughs) (laughs)
1: There's
0: like there's like three songs that you always sing. That's one of them. (laughs) Um. So Jen's starting to understand where Andy's going with this, and Andy tells her that she's sure it's just some weird delayed reaction, and she'll feel happy very soon. So then we hear Jack come into the scene, like out of out of nowhere, and Andy hides the pills in her shirt. So we find out Jack was at the soccer meeting, and he's like, "Did I interrupt something?" And Andy says, "Nope, just girl talk." <laughs> and Jack says, "Well, it's a good thing you stopped when I got here, because <laughs> I'm Jack. I don't want to hear about girl stuff." <laughs> yeah,
1: don't tell me about your cutie problems.
0: Your cutie problems.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I started singing art our theme song when she said girl talk
1: oh
0: yeah <laughs> it was funny i was alone in my kitchen singing it to myself so
1: <laughs> talk, talk about the creep,
0: creep huh? well i kept saying girl talk girl uh... talk, talk about your vagina girl talk, <laughs> talk about your periods oh <laughs> uh, where was i so they're all, like, ready to leave, and Jen's trying to get the ex back from Andy, but Andy's like, not here! Later! <laughs> she won't give it back to Jen. We cut to Dawson pulling up to this chain fence down this, like, really dark road. So Gretchen tells them that she'll be his map point buddy, and they get out to go meet, like, somebody waiting at this gate. I don't remember. Pacey says, when did they become going out together buddies? And Joey says, I believe this is the inaugural event. And Pacey says, so out of all the guys in Capeside that want to befriend her, she picks Dawson, and that doesn't bother you at all? And Joey says, no, he's the only person close to her age that works at the restaurant. It makes perfect sense that they become friends. And he's like, I asked you if it bothers you. <laughs> and she says, no, it doesn't bother me. And he's like, it bothers you. And she says, it bothers you. And you just want it to bother me, too. And he says, so then what's bothering you? She says, you, <laughs> and then, and then they like start making out. It was kind of a cute scene. I did like that. They like acknowledged this whole thing,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um. but still it's like showing his insecurities again, like it bothered. Does it bother you that he might be liking Gretchen? You know, I don't know. Ah, it's it's exhausting.
1: I don't think he just wanted to be the only one where it was bothering him. But I mean, I don't know.
0: So Gretchen and Dawson go up to this guy and he asks them why they're there. And Gretchen says to have a good time. And he's like, yeah, exactly. I don't know what he says. I forgot what he says, but he's like $5 a body. So Dawson pays for four and the guy tells him to follow the yellow brick road. So I guess this was the map point,
1: place. Yeah,
0: because she says, I'll be your map point, buddy.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this is where they get the final directions. And
0: Why didn't they just ask Jen? Because they ended up just getting there.
1: You know, I kind of wondered that. So I was thinking, and I'm like, do we know that they all know about the the party thing? Or did they just say, oh, I'm going with this person, I'm going with this person? Like, Dawson doesn't count because he changes my last minute. Uh, And then Gretchen ropes Joey and Pacey into it.
0: But they don't know that the other three are going. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. So, like, there was no conversation that they had. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, we cleared that up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So Gretchen asked Dawson if he's okay with Pacey and Joey being there. And he says it's a little awkward, but he's in too good of a mood to let it bother him. And Dawson tells her that his mom's having the baby, and he says he wanted to tell her sooner, but in light of her miscarriage situation, he didn't know if it was appropriate. She's like, are you serious? You need to talk to me about this. And she's like really happy for him. And she says he really wanted to share it with someone because he's really excited. And Gretchen's like, you should be. Younger siblings do have their pluses. They're good for doing chores and uh, they're good for blaming them when something breaks. (laughs) I was like, yeah, but He's going to be out of the house when all this stuff happens. (laughs) So he thanks her for sharing what she went through. And she's like, yeah, anytime, anytime you want to talk about my miscarriage, we can talk about it. It's fine. So Jack, Andy and Jen uh, are at the rave. Jack looks super excited. Jen asks Andy if she's good. And Andy says, yeah, because she's actually feeling really good. And Jen's like, yeah, can I have the ex back? And Andy's like, don't be mad, Jen, but I took one. <laughs> and Jen's like freaking out. And she's like, when did you take it, Andy? And she's like, when we got back to the car, I just decided carpe DM, like the name of my dad's boat. <laughs> and Jen's like, this is so not good for you. Andy says, but you said it was amazing the first few times that you did it. And I think I've earned an amazing night, right? So she tells her that she'll pay her back. She's like, I'll, I'll pay you back, Jen. And Jen's like, Andy, it's not about the money. It's about you. I care about you. And Andy's like, "You're so sweet, Jen." But I'm feeling fine. Like she's already like, uh, she's feeling you, already. Yeah. What do they say? You're rolling, right? When you're on X, you're I rolling.
1: Saying. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not down with the drug lingo. So. On, I
0: think that's what it's called. Is it called rolling on X? I don't know why it's called rolling.
1: They see me rolling, they hating trolling and trying to catch me riding dirty.
0: <laughs> trying to catch me and dirty. Oh, no. What does it mean to roll X? Slang. To have sexual intercourse or foreplay with a person. <laughs> Why? <laughs> that's not the same thing. What does the... <laughs> I don't think that's the same thing. <laughs> no. Uh... Uh, oh. Wait, it's not, giving, it's not giving me the slang. Oh, wait. This says the art of rolling. The DEA.org. The origins of the expressions are not of the expression are not known, but the explanation I like best is that rolling describes the effortless energy and inner strength of the MDMA, but that's not it either. I don't even know. Oh wait, is that it?
1: I'm just going to go with she was feeling
0: it. Go oh, this it. is it. Yeah, this is it. So you've decided you might like to give MDMA, Molly, or Ecstasy a try. You've found some pills and tested them, but well, what does MDMA feel like? How much MDMA should you take? Is this a recreational experiment? A quest for personal growth? Time to make some choices and preparations. Rolling is slang for being high on MDMA. <laughs> the origins of the expression are not known, but the explanation I like best is that rolling describes the effortless energy and inner strength of the MDMA state, rolling along on sheer momentum. It's a whole website. (laughs) Jeez. Wow. It says, how much MDMA and Molly should I take? What's a normal dose? That's crazy. Oh, my God. If anybody is interested in trying Molly or Ecstasy for the first time, there's a whole website for you. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. It's crazy. You can find anything on the internet, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Literally Um, anything. So Andy's like... Just don't tell Jack, Jen, because he'll never approve of this. And I don't want him to know. And Jen's like, bitch, I'm not telling anybody. (laughs) She's like, because I'm going to get in trouble. So we cut to the other four walking up to the rave and we see Drew, all 18 feet tall of him. And um, he says, so they're not the squares that he thought they were. And he looks at Gretchen and he says, we've never met. And she says, I don't have a problem with that. (laughs) I laughed at that. I thought that was hilarious. They all hug Andy and say congrats for getting the Harvard and Andy's starting to roll on (laughs) MDMA (laughs) and Drew says something bitchy to Joey about Pacey hugging Andy for too long. He's such a
1: troublemaker.
0: Yeah, he really is. And he's rotten in this episode. Yeah. Um, Gretchen asks Dawson who he is. She's like, who is that guy? And Dawson says, did you ever meet Abby Morgan? And he's like, never mind. Let's just go into the rave. So He literally is.
1: He's like the male version of Abby Morgan.
0: I do remember uh, when he was introduced that they were calling him that in magazines and stuff. They were like, if you thought Abby Morgan was bad, wait till you meet Drew Valentine. And then he was like, you know, the male version of her. But yeah. I'm sorry. I think there's only one uh, Abby Morgan. Rest- yeah, rest- he's
1: She's- he's a, a shitster, but he's not as bad as Abby. Abby was she was one of a kind. She
0: was. Abby didn't think that there was any like consequences for her actions, and yeah. she just didn't give a fuck. She just did whatever she wanted. I feel like Drew has some sort of like morality behind him, uh, uh, at least. Yeah, some-
1: but I I don't think that he uh, he follows north on that though. I think he likes to to deviate and say, well, I see my my moral compass says to go north, but I'm gonna go east for a couple of minutes.
0: <laughs> and he's also like an instigator for uh just for for bad things. Like he wants yeah. everybody to just do the bad things and not like, you know, do good. I don't know. So but yeah, I do remember that. They're all calling Drew Valentine the male Abby Morgan. So they all go into the rave andy tells jen that this place is so beautiful and jen's like great now i have to babysit you all night andy starts like petting joey and joey turns around and she's like what are you doing and jen pulls her away and she tells andy that she needs to keep a low profile so nobody figures out that you're on ecstasy andy like keep it keep it uh uh
1: keep it on the down low yeah you can't it be touching people
0: <laughs> she's like petting joey it's not going to help people realize that you're not taking drugs so then we see drew pull andy away to dance and jen tells jack to keep an eye on andy while she while she goes and gets some water and he's like why and she's like because i don't trust him well, she's
1: she like "Just simply said you know don't i don't trust him alone with your sister like he's not the guy type of guy you trust alone with your sister and that should have been enough, but he didn't argue. He turned around and went, but he got distracted by some fairies and <laughs> <laughs> some glitter whores and like I don't know,
0: <laughs> glitter whores, glitter
1: whores. I don't know. <laughs> and he's lost I want to be
0: a glitter whore.
1: <laughs> Me too. I still have my roll-on body
0: glitter from like
1: you know, grade school, and it still works.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> I'm just going to get glitter and just like throw it up in the air and just like let it fall all over me.
1: <laughs> let it rain glitter.
0: And I'll be like, I'm a glitter whore. <laughs> um so we get this quick montage of all the random people at this rave and they all look totally normal like I said. And um Gretchen is apologizing to Joey about Dawson being there because she didn't know that he was actually going to show up. And Joey says that she's glad that they're actually all together because slowly things have been getting better. So she asks Gretchen if anything is going on between her and Dawson. She's like, I know it's none of my business, but is anything like vaguely happening between you and Dawson? (laughs) And Gretchen's shocked. She's like, "Uh," Joey says, obviously you're aware of his incredibly infamous crush on you. (laughs) And Gretchen says, yeah, which ended when he was like 12. And Joey tells Gretchen that Dawson has a way of hanging on to these things since he was 12. She's sure he outgrows them, but that doesn't always mean that they're gone. And Gretchen says, you know what I think? If Dawson's waiting on some childhood crush to come around again, he's certainly not waiting on me. And I was like, oh, that was really uh, a good, a a really good line for her to say. Because she just threw it back on her. It's funny. We cut to Drew and Andy dancing, and he tells her that she, He's like, you are so high. And she's like, me? No, I'm not. I'm not. So she gets all paranoid. And then he touches her face. Like, he rolls his hand down her face, and her eyes, like, roll in the back of her head. And yeah. she's like, I'm supposed to be maintaining. Jen's the only one who knows, and she's looking out for me tonight. Drew tells her that he's a way better guy through the looking glass than Jen Lindley ever could be. And she's, like, touching his hair and, like, playing with his hair. It was really funny. So then we cut to Joey, and she finds Pacey sitting alone outside the rave, and she tells him that he's violating the sacred buddy system, and he says that he would have stayed there, but he was really intimidated by all the intricate steps necessary to enjoy the most tuneless music known to man. <laughs> all I kept thinking about was that dumb song, Cotton Eye Joe. I don't know why.
1: Bad for Cotton Eye Joe. I've been married. a long time Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cotton Eye Joe. Hey,
0: sorry so joey says that she feels out of place too and everyone is dressed as something out of a japanese animation and he's like well why are we here then and she says because we're trying something new he says which really only reminds me how much i enjoyed the old and then she agrees she's like (laughs) i mean it's literally just a rave it's not like it's just like a party that they're at
1: but it was like a big deal they're kids steven
0: (laughs) well they act they act like they're not kids I know. So she's like, do you remember when we would play Barnacle for your thoughts? And he's like, uh-huh. She says, well, I don't have a Barnacle on me, but I could offer you this lovely glow necklace. And he accepts it, and she puts it on his head, and she tells him that it gives him that whole Caesar look again, like from season one. <laughs> uh, she says, so now you have to tell me something deep and profound. Uh, he tells her that he misses true love. I miss true love. Something fierce. And she's like, me too pace me too (laughs) and then that's it (laughs) they cut they cut to the next scene um we see dawson now offering gretchen a glow necklace and she's being kind of like standoffish
1: yeah and
0: he's like what's the matter like what did i do she says do you think that even in the vaguest way that something might happen between us and he says i do think that something is happening it's called friendship she says is that all that you expect he's like did i do something to make you think i expected more and she's like no i'm really sorry dawson i just feel ridiculous even mentioning it i would have been like did joey say something to you (laughs) clearly this is the work of joey potter he tells her not to because at one point in his life he would have killed for her to even acknowledge that he was in the same room and she's like where are we relationship wise he tells her that When that boat sailed last summer, he lost two of his best friends. But you move on, and if you're lucky, you make new friends, like you. And he says you're easy to talk to, and you give really good advice, but I don't expect anything. It's just really nice to be in the present with someone. She agrees with him, and they go bounce on the big bouncy castle thing. So now we cut to Andy and Drew, and uh, they run into Joey and Pacey. And Andy hugs Pacey for way too long. And Drew's like, she's really feeling the love. <laughs> and Joey's getting like a little... You can tell Joey's getting like a little annoyed. Uh, she's like, apparently. Uh, she's like, I think Andy, uh, you've done enough hugging for the night. <laughs> and Andy tells them that she just wanted to show them how much she loves them. And she tells them that they're so good together. And Joey, you are so nice. And Joey kisses Pacey's shoulder, which I thought was so creepy. And Andy says... Well, except for that time when you dumped Dawson for Pacey, that was pretty cold. But really, who can blame you? She says, I pretend not to care, but you are the love of my life, and I am so not over you. I hope it's okay that I said that. I mean, we're all really good friends, so it shouldn't be. (laughs) And Joey's like, uh, this is news to me, Andy. (laughs) And Andy says, you don't have to worry about Pacey. He's so over me, and he's such the faithful type if only I had been, maybe we'd still be together. (laughs) And Pacey's like, are you feeling okay, Andy? And she's like, oh yeah, I feel great. I just got into Harvard. (laughs) So at this point I'd be like, there's something fucking wrong with her. Like, she's clearly high on something.
1: She's not acting herself at all. Like, not even, yeah. agree.
0: So they go to bounce, Uh, they leave, and we see Jack dancing with the two girls, and Jen comes up and is like, "Where's, where's Andy?" And he's like, "I haven't seen her." So she gets a little annoyed and she tells him that she asked him to do one little thing. Mm-hmm. So she she pulls him away so they can go find her. And he's like, "Well, what's wrong?" He's like, "I thought you were like this major raver." And she's like, "I just want to make sure Andy's all right." And he's like, "Well, why why shouldn't she be?" Jen turns around and she's like, "Let's just find her." <laughs> so we see Gretchen and Dawson bouncing on the big moon bounce thing, and. They like fall on top of one another, and he's trying to like get his bearings to get up. But they're like literally face to face. I was like, "Are they gonna kiss?" But then she she kind of stops it.
1: She's she like, says, "This is a no. This is not a, a free parking zone or something like that."
0: Yeah, she says, "This is a no parking zone, buddy. Move it." <laughs>
1: yeah, something like that.
0: So then Andy and Drew show up, and she wants to bounce. So they get up and they start bouncing. All this fucking bouncing it made me tired. <laughs> uh, so then drew bounces over to gretchen who literally bounces away from him and we see andy getting like all sweaty and hot she says she's not feeling great she's like asking drew for help and he tells her that she's fine and um dawson notices that andy doesn't look great (laughs) she literally just passes out on the moon balance (laughs) yeah uh it did look like she like had a little seizure for like a second she sort of like made these like jerky movements movements i
1: just feel like between her falling and then dawson trying to catch her and then being on a bouncy house where things are bouncing and jumping around i don't think she got a seizure i think she just
0: collapsed it also probably messed with her heart oh for sure so at that point we see jack and jen appear and jack runs over to help andy and he's screaming for somebody to help them and they're all just like standing around her on the fucking moon bounce. uh we see jack carry andy into this like tent and there's like medics on site and i was like does that happen at rave's <laughs> I, like, never even knew that.
1: I mean, maybe. Well, this was, like, a planned event, so they probably... I mean, maybe, yeah. It could be a liability thing for the owners of the building.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> They're like, we're sure somebody's gonna be uh, high as fuck off of something.
1: Somebody's gonna partake in some illegal substances.
0: <laughs> so this is when they find out... Jack find out that Andy took the X because Jen had to tell the, um, the medic. He's... <laughs> he says what you said earlier that Nardle and x do not mix she should have been at the hospital like 10 minutes ago
1: yeah i said so five they, minutes
0: i was close <laughs> they like put her in the ambulance and he's like whoever's coming better get in here quick so then jack goes to ride with her and jen wants to get in but jack won't let her he's kind of like rude to her he tells her it should be you in this ambulance <laughs> i was like jack that's so rotten he's really pissed off
1: He's like, I don't have time for you right now, Jen. I need to take care of my sister, and she just kind of kept going. And he's like, Listen, I'm serious right now. I'm mad at you, and
0: just no. <laughs> I can't wait to see you next week though and see how it all plays out because I don't remember.
1: I don't remember either, but I feel like Andy is like, it's not Jen's fault. Yeah, like she's gonna,
0: she's Andy, gonna take Andy all the. Yeah, I feel like Andy would just say it's not Jen's fault. Like, don't be mad at her.
1: I mean, she made her own choices, and she's the one who. Took it. It's not like Jen gave it to her to try. It was just, yeah, I have this and you
0: know whatever. But yeah, yeah, I could see that happening. Um. So Dawson asks Jen if she wants to ride to the hospital, and she's like, "I should probably just go home." So they all leave, and Drew offers to take Jen home. Jen's like kind of in a shock because she can't believe what just happened. So Jen says at the park, all the warning signs were there. I don't know why I didn't see it. And he tells her that it's not her fault. Andy took the X. Jen says, Andy could have gone down for any number of reasons and it still would have been my fault. And Drew says that Andy is responsible for her own choices, even her bad ones. He says, why are you so interested in playing the martyr here? And Jen says, because Andy's my friend and she's in the hospital because of something that she got from me. She said, and you don't think I should feel bad? And he says, you want something to feel bad about? How about how your quote unquote friends iced you back there? She tells him that she hates the way he twists everything. Drew says, well, hate it all you want. But the truth is, no matter what Andy tells them, Monday at school, they're going to treat you like this is your fault. You came here, the banished bad seed, Jen. That's all you'll ever be to them. And she says, I thought I was damaged. And he says, you are. So am I. We're coming from the same place here, Jen. And Jen says, no, Drew, we came from the same place, but now we're miles apart. And I plan to keep it that way. I'm going to call my friend and see how she's doing. And then (laughs) she like slams the door. Uh, so now we're at the hospital and everyone's in the waiting room. We find out that Andy's stable because, but because of the antidepressant, she went into a hypertensive crisis. I'm like, well, that's your heart, right?
1: Uh, I think so.
0: They said it's like a time bomb when mixed with the wrong thing (laughs) and He gets really upset because he says she could have died and Joey gets up and hugs him and he's crying and he says they're keeping her here overnight so you guys don't have to stay and Pacey's like really upset because he says he should have known something was wrong and he should have done something and Dawson says even if you did know there was nothing you could have done. Like she was just going to pass out anyway and he wants to stay the night alone without Joey and she's like do you want some company and he's like no Joe I need to stay here by myself. So now we come to Dawson walking Gretchen to her door. And she tells him it's not exactly what she had in mind when she invited him out. And uh, he agrees, but he's glad that he went. So then they say goodbye. They'll see each other at work. But before he leaves, she tells him that his friendship means a lot to her too. Because coming back to Capeside has been hard. And he's helped make the transition a lot more enjoyable than she ever thought it could be. And he's like, good. That's what friends are for. <laughs> so then they say goodnight not goodbye and he walks to his car and we see that joey's are waiting he's like what a weird night and she's like yeah i'm not even hu- i'm not even tired and he says how about hungry are you hungry and then they like look at each other and they're like let's go get something to eat <laughs> so random now we cut to andy in the hospital apologizing to her father and he's like i'm not mad at you jack says he is he's mad he's like you can't do this stuff andy not with our family history we need to stick together so she starts to cry and she says that she knows but she wanted to feel something anything and her dad tells her that they'll get through this and as long as they communicate like a family you have to tell us what you're going through no more secrets pacey comes in with his coffee and she says she feels really stupid for the things that she said and he's like just forget about it don't worry just as long as you're okay which i thought was nice. So Dawson and Joey are walking together on this dock and he says, it doesn't seem fair to have such a beautiful sunrise after the night we had. He says, it's scary how things can turn so bad so fast. She says, it's scary how real everything's been this year, you know? Jen and Pacey in the storm. Andy tonight makes you realize that any one of us could go at any point for the stupidest of reasons.
1: You mean to tell me that it took Andy basically ODing for anybody to think this? Not, you know, when Abby Morgan actually fucking died because she was <laughs> drunk and fell into a water. You, like, now you're thinking about this after you already lost them. I like, I just, what?
0: I mean, they just forgot about Abby Morgan dying. I guess so. Dawson says that he remembers when parties used to be bowling and birthday cakes. Now there are high-risk adventures that could actually kill you. Another perk of growing up in the new millennium. And Joey says that in less than a year, we'll all be out of here. It's sad to think that after 18 years of living down the creek from each other, there's going to be no one rowing our boats anymore. And he says, I wouldn't put our boats in the dry dock just yet. And she, she's like, oh yeah, you got some plans for our boats, Dawson. And he says, I think you should give yours to Alexander because I'm going to be giving mine to my new brother or sister. And Joey's like, what? That's why Gal's been sick this whole time. <laughs> I would have been like, yeah, maybe you're fucking pregnant. <laughs> like that would have been my first guess. For real. So she congratulates him and she hugs him and. She says, Well, you know, Cape Side wouldn't be Cape Side without a little Leary running around. And he says, Or rowing across the creek to get to your house. She says, Sounds weird, but hearing that makes me feel. And he says, Old? She says, How'd you know that? And he says, It's the way I felt. Nothing propels you faster into adulthood than the next generation nipping at your heels. And she tells him she thinks about it sometimes that wherever they go next, it's hard to imagine life without him. And he says, You did pretty well for three months. <laughs> I was like, burn. (laughs) She says, I think you know what I mean. He says, yeah, yeah, I do. And he looks over the water and we get like a pan out of the two of them and we get the end credits. That's the end of the episode. Next episode is number seven. You had me at goodbye, which is Andy's last episode. So sad.
1: It is sad. But we got to make room, you know?
0: Well, final thoughts, Jamie, on this episode?
1: I like this episode, obviously, from the couple of things, aside from the couple of weird things. Like when, when Joey said that at the end, I was like, poor Abby Morgan, complete chopped liver. Yeah. I don't know. I like it, but at the same time, Andy's time is almost up.
0: Well, I know she comes back for like um, an episode for graduation, right? Yeah. It shows because I remember was she's it like graduation. With- it might be. Yeah. It might be. But yeah, I liked it too. It was very dramatic. I thought it was like, I felt like they were like trying to do something for Andy before her big like, her like last hurrah on the show.
1: They really needed to, well, they needed to give a reason for Andy to leave. And so with all of her issues that she's been having, this is probably the best thing they could come up with. Like, okay, we need Andy to have a really big issue you know what I mean? That's like, you have an issue, you have a problem, you need to have this handled, and you have to connect. you know what I mean? Like, they had to give her a reason to leave. And the only thing they could think of, because apparently Harvard, waiting, waiting till the end of the school year to go to Harvard wasn't enough, they uh, they said, let's give Andy a drug problem now. What's
0: problem? She just, well, you know what I mean? Spontaneous and
1: she just made a mistake, but she had a scare. <laughs> I mean, they said, let's give Andy drugs. I mean, she's already yeah. on drugs. Let's add a let's add a conflicting drug. It, this is a this is part of the Dare program, guys. I don't know if you any <laughs> <if> you older <laughs> do they still use the Dare program? I don't know. But
0: no,
1: no. Uh, this is probably out when Dare was really, really big and they're like, we know what we're gonna do. Let's have an episode where somebody decides to do some drugs that's like a harmless drug because it just makes you happy and then for however many hours and then it's over. But we're going to scare everybody and we're going to say, look, you could die. (laughs) Don't do drugs, kids. Be cool. Stay." I mean, I'm
0: shocked that they like used ecstasy as as like an example.
1: I mean, I feel like ecstasy compared to like crack or coke is probably better (laughs) on a TV show. But it's a tablet indiscreet. They just pop it in their mouth. Whereas the other stuff they got to like shoot up or smoke it or snort it. (laughs) Don't do drugs, guys. It's not good. Okay. Take care of yourselves.
0: Well, yeah. Don't do drugs. All right. Well, before we log off for the night, sign off for the night. Before we sign off for the night, um, (laughs) I wanted to read a nice comment that we got on Instagram from a listener. Uh, Their name is, I don't even know how to say this. It's L-E-O-R-M-E-K-A-H-E-L. It's on Instagram? Yeah. Leo R. So That's how I'm going to say it. I apologize for demolishing your name. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> it's Lior Mikael, Mikael. We apologize we're probably butchering your name but it's very unique.
0: I like it so she says thanks so much for creating this podcast i listen to you when i run errands and i embarrassingly break out laughing because you're so funny i'm sure the people around me are super confused laugh out loud you guys are so entertaining also i love that jamie is a pacey joey fan i love that you have pacey's back lol <laughs> That's yeah. sweet but yeah thank you for that comment we really really appreciate it and we appreciate you listening we hope you're still listening by this point. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're still with us, guys, and we love you for it.
0: All right, Jamie. I think that's enough for today. Why don't you tell everybody where to find your bookstagram?
1: Yeah, you can find me at jlyn_booklover. underscore booklover.
0: Beautiful. Oh, thanks. And if you want to follow us, you can find us on Instagram at Creek Talk Podcast mm-hmm. and on Twitter at Creek Talk Pod. You can also join our Facebook group or send us any feedback or any type of story you want us to read on the next episode at CreekTalkPodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you just click any of our link trees and any of our bios and you'll find all the information over there. And if you're feeling generous, we would love it if you would give us a five star rating and review on Apple podcasts and Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, uh, keep a look out for our Patreon. So we hope that you uh, join that. We will let everybody know once it's up. But for now, we appreciate you listening. Yeah. And we hope you have a great weekend. And we'll see you next week with an all new episode of Creek Talk Podcast. Bye! Bye! <laughs> <laughs> oh, only, yeah, yeah. only 10.30. <laughs>
1: about Dawson's Creek.